Okay, this is FGG episode eight. I am your host slash co-host Adam. Uh, welcome to FGG. Happy Sunday, y'all. I'm Justin, your host slash co-host. Yeah, welcome back as usual. Um, I just wanna before we get into our podcast, I just wanted to, you know, voice my gratitude for all our listeners and all the people in our community who are actually taking the time out of their day to listen to what we have to say. I've been getting a lot of feedback and and I just want to say like from the bottom of my heart I appreciate everyone and everything that everyone's saying about us and our podcast and how much uh positivity it can bring to your day and I I don't know it's more it's more than what I can it's more than what I can like express but I just want to say like I appreciate all of y'all who are listening to us you know if 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 anything like just even taking a, a grain of salt from what we say is like is more than more than what we yeah. were trying to accomplish yeah. with this we just hit 200 listeners which is an insane it's a big milestone yeah it's an insane milestone um so thank you all to yeah. thank you all i've been all getting some feedback yeah. as well you know people listening people and i'd like it's really appreciated so thank you thank you guys like adam said it perfectly yeah yeah so anyways um i guess our like i guess going with our normal normal uh podcast topics we don't really have a topic we just kind of get into i don't know man i have a conversation s- yeah I, I got plenty of things to talk yeah about. yeah like, so i guess we start off i always start off by asking you know, how's how's your week man how's your um week, man? week has been you know it's funny you said this a little while ago it was like it kind of feels like a week you know just like a week not to say that like i did nothing and i got nothing accomplished i got a lot of things accomplished yeah. but um um i don't know it's just feels like passing of time it just kind of felt like a week yeah you yeah, know yeah. sometimes it feels like that but like actually like thinking about it like i actually had some like like crazy like realizations like this week like i don't know about like okay like for example i got back into like journaling like i've i've had a, i've been journaling pretty consistently for like the last three four years yeah yeah and uh, I I have a journal that I keep up to date. I hadn't written in it in like a month, almost a few weeks. And like I, I opened it back up again. And like, it's just a really, I think it's a really important thing. Like it doesn't even have to be a journal, but some sort of way to organize your, your thoughts and your direction and your tasks for your day, you know? Yeah, even the th- even just a place where you can write down the things that are going on in your day to day. Yeah that i feel like is is very important not even just something to write down for your future endeavors but just something that you can express on paper just like how are you feeling right now sort of thing you know like and i heard it described very well once um they said like journaling writing down your thoughts it's like it's like fishing because like we have so many thoughts throughout the day and they just kind of like pass by you know and then like you gotta you catch one and like you put it on the paper right so um i thought that was interesting so yeah i know i just i definitely noticed the difference when like there was a couple weeks where i was doing my thing and like i wasn't journaling yeah not even like being productive but just like overall like morale and like how i feel like mentally you know yeah yeah i i often find myself journaling when i'm at an emotional low point which hasn't been a while like I'm, i'm grateful to have been kind of in this like ever since I started practicing stoicism and mm-hmm. just mindfulness yeah. and detachment through like, you know, I guess monetary things. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I've been able to escape going to like a dark place emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sort of a practice we will, I guess, talk about with this podcast going for like just in general we start we'll we'll start to open up on methodologies and 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 the philosophy of of kind of being more mindful what it means to be mindful as a person well Um, i think we we have been doing that i think that's a big part of what we talk about here on fgg which i'm very proud of that fact you know yeah like because i think like like we live in such a fast-paced world you know and like I like to say, like, because I read, like, like a lot of philosophy books and, like, things like that. Like, I like to think that, like, like the ancients people, like, we like to think we're so sophisticated because we have so much technology. The people who were ancients, they had, like, way more wisdom, way oh, more absolutely. practical absolutely. advice on, like, how to live. Well, they were less distracted. Yeah, they were less foremost. distracted. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, in the in the world that we live in, everyone's so distracted, we, we kind of forget that we have thoughts. We can we yeah. kind of... Because they, they they had every everything was so simple in like a good way like they had yeah. the bare everything down in life to the bare essentials we have we you're right we have too much too much yeah. distraction yeah it's true it's a blessing and a curse because we are a, it is a blessing and a curse yeah we do have we live in the information age as they say age, and yeah. we have access to all the information that we need and ever like and can mm-hmm. ever need um it's just about now honing in and yeah. finding the information that exactly. actually is catered to you uh, information is not a problem it's about finding like the value like yeah. what's actually there's because there's so much bullshit out yeah there, it's you like know? what's and the there's point just too much like they there. they i guess the the saying is the more books you read the smarter you get but i would argue that it's not about how many books you read it's about the the books it's about the right books you read exactly. you don't just want to be filling your brain up with like oh here's exactly. a bunch of non-fiction books just read it because yeah, I just want to read. No, like you want to be you want to be able to first of all ca- like curate the information mm-hmm. that you choose to see. Exactly. Um and and choose to like learn based off of based off of what you want to get out of life. Exactly. Like if you want to be a hairstylist for instance, then you would want to cater curate your your practices and the information that you're 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 learning from the world mm-hmm. such that you can become a better hairstylist. For instance, that's just a crude example, course, but yeah. like, uh, it's just in general. It could be something. Epictetus, so Stoic philosopher, yeah. he would he would say like, don't. It's not enough to say like I've read many books. He would say like, don't don't just show me how many books you've read. Show me show me that you've become a better person. Show me that yeah. the like the the reading you've done has made you a more thoughtful person. You've been able to think better and think yeah. more clearly and yeah. become more wise. You know. So it's like the same thing, kind of what you're what you're yeah, saying, you know. Yeah. Like the ancients would say the same thing, you know. Yeah, the ancients. I like that. I like that of verbiage. Yeah. The ancients. Another thing they say. I don't know if you've heard this quote before. They say it's kind of applicable to our t- our time period in history right now. They say um, we're we're drowning in information, but starving for wisdom. That's what, yeah. That's what they say. It's true. You know. I think being smart and being wise are two different things, first and foremost. Yeah, that's an important distinction to make, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Wisdom is 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 experience, right? It's the more yeah. experience you're able to accumulate I think through your lifetime. Is, yeah, is, is experience, but I also wisdom. think it's it's inner experience. It's not just like experiences of like events and things I've gone through oh, in life, but it's sure. like like my myself like i, yeah. I like wh- well, what that's that's the first thing knowing that's, yourself is the beginning is of the all beginning wisdom. of all that's wisdom. what they say yeah so it's like you, the moment you know yourself is the actual 
the moment where you can now experience other things and learn mm-hmm. and learn past just knowing yourself. Yeah. But you have to know yourself before you can start like knowing how the world is. Like it's like you you can't love someone until you love yourself. Exactly. That's an important thing as well. You like, can't know the world. You can't really the know the world thing, until you but know it's yourself. Cra- it's crazy because the obvious thing would be like, oh, I have to go out in the world and like do X, Y, yeah. and Z. Or if I want to have a great relationship, I want to go and like really like smother someone and love them. But no, no, yeah, it's like you got like we have to st- st- wait a minute, be mindful, and like realize it starts within. You know, it starts internally a lot a lot of right, the time. Right. A lot of the time, the answer you're looking for is the opposite of conventional wisdom. You know, it's not go attack. It's like work on yourself internally, build exactly. your in, your inner power. Live like a monk. Yeah, live basically. like a monk. How's that coffee? Uh, coffee's coffee's good, man. Yeah, we usually start a podcast with a with a caffeinated beverage. <laughs> it's a good way to kind of start, I guess. But I I want to kind of I think we should upgrade our studio eventually so we can have coffee. Like a coffee machine. Yeah, a coffee machine. Of course, at the studio course man yeah going forward but anyways um yeah thinking about thinking mindfulness i guess it's a conscious it's obviously a conscious effort to think about okay now how my like what you basically have to choose what to think about right it's pretty much the way i would describe it at least in my experience and i kind of i had this realization recently um like you have thoughts like okay it's one thing to like to have thoughts you know but it's another thing to like, to, like you said, thinking about your thoughts. Like I had a thought and I'm like, okay, analyzing it. Like, what does that mean? Um, what's actually important out of that? Like I was like in, I guess maybe journaling a lot and, and like just being in like solitude, like it helps you, like it's helped me at least like develop that sort of inner, like inner, inner compass, you know, like really to analyze yeah. myself and my, my soul and like it's literally analyzing your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. You know, rather than just having thoughts. It's it's mindfulness that mm-hmm. at the end of the day, and that's and that's what kind of, I guess, creates the. I don't know. It creates the. I don't know the. I don't know the word right now, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. It it just helps you with your direction, like yeah. you know, because like, like yeah, when because exactly. like think about like when with you the co- compass and yeah, like. Like think about what like when you come out of the womb like I, every life is so fast paced as it yeah, is yeah. you know like you you go to school and then like you you jump through all these grades and I mean like there's never really any sort of like time in your life in the uh, the average life I think when there's like a break like a true break like yeah. unless you co- intentionally take that break you know like yeah so where does where does uh, journaling kind of fit into all of that it's just it's just taking a break daily it's like so journaling is is taking a break it is kind of, it's a break yeah. and like to analyze your thoughts to analyze yourself the world your environment like sometimes it's really important like like because sometimes you you might stop for a minute and you're in your journal and you're like yeah. kind of asking yourself like okay did i am i doing all the right thing am i doing the things i want to be doing am i yeah. taking all the steps that I can be taking, you know, and like just really pausing and looking about your situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it, because it's so easy to get distracted. I get distracted every fucking day. I have like ADHD yeah. with this shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's super easy. So that's why I think so it's you like don't actually, so like practice. journaling kind of gives you that, that space, that time, mm-hmm. that space and time where you can 
be present with your thoughts. Be present. Yeah. Be present and, with yourself. And I yeah, be say. present with yourself, where you can actually write down believe the it or things not, that are of value to you exactly. at the, in that moment. Exactly. Rather than just like living through life and just experiencing things and just going with the flow. Yeah. Not not to say that there's anything wrong with that, but I feel like to there is like, value to stop for a second and be like, exactly. okay, am I flowing in the right direction? Yeah, exactly. Am I moving with, with the right current? Yeah, exactly. Because right, when, when the river splits, there's many different pathways paths, that a river yeah, can, exactly. can split into. So I do see value in journaling just for that fact. Mm-hmm. Um personally i don't journal every day but yeah. i do see the value of journaling like like i said the only time i ever journal is when i'm at like a at a point where i where i feel like i need to yeah. almost express myself on paper so what happens is i usually get into a a low point and then i'll and i'll pick up a pen and paper and i'll just go crazy i'll just start mm-hmm. i'll just start writing things down I'll I'll illustrate things too. I'll draw things. I'm I'm like more of like um. That's yeah 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 like I'm, I, I wish I could draw. Yeah, I'm, I've seen I some I cool illustrate a lot of the things that That's I sick. that I'm trying to conceive. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so like what I'll do is I'll literally like write a note in my notebook and I'll just draw like a photo, almost, and um, it's it's kind of interesting way of of journaling. It's very intuitive and it and it requires mm-hmm. a lot of the I guess left brain yeah in a rather way, than yeah. the right brain mm-hmm. i think it's no i think it's no it requires the right yeah it requires the right brain rather than the left brain yo jamie look creativity. that up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need Would to get you? like a third guy in here bro yo jamie yeah. look that up bro like, yeah so so the is it the left brain le- or what right brain jamie <laughs> the left brain i believe <laughs> the left brain is logic yeah and then the right brain is like creativity yeah yeah i believe that's what it is so yeah I I like that. I don't know with it's emotion and and getting to a point where you need to express yourself in that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's also cathartic. It's also like a it's like a meditative practice for me yeah. too because it's almost at those points that you see your most vulnerable side and then you're able to be like, okay, this is how I actually am. So exactly. I almost embrace myself a little bit more when yeah. I get to those points. That's why I feel like journaling is so important yeah. for me at those Yo, points. Another thing that's really important about journaling that yeah. <clears throat> that's how I use the journal. Like, first of all, I don't, I don't write in it every day. Like I, I used to, when I first started journaling, I like was really into it. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. let me write every day, you know, like, well, then you, 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 which is good. I feel like you lose it, sight of yourself because you're just so on top of yourself every single day. You lose sight of experiencing life because now you have to stop yeah. every, like I, I see the value in journaling when you personally, Whenever when I you feel need the need it, to, when you that's, feel the that's need where to I'm be. at. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Like, so not every, like every so often, you know, once a day, yeah. maybe once every other day, every couple of days, who knows? Yeah. But, um, yeah, one, another thing that I've realized that's like, for me, that what's important in the way I journal is like, yo, in my journal, bro, I'm like my biggest cheerleader, you know, like, yeah. you know, which I think is super important. So like you're saying, like when you get to that point where you feel the need to journal, like even just be, before you get to that point, like just on the daily, like. Yo, like you have to be your biggest, your biggest cheerleader in life, man. Like, no, absolutely, like yo, you're absolutely. gonna, you're gonna do this, this, and this. You know, we're gonna do this, this, and this. We're gonna be successful when we do this. You know, and like, you know, just really, yeah, hype. you be your biggest hype. That's man. intention. Yeah. It 
And I feel like that's another that's another reason it's also why psychological too, yeah. because self talk is like super important. No, bro. It's the I don't things you say to yourself like seep into your your subconscious and it becomes part of your character over time. You know why self talk is so important because of intention. Oh, so yeah? you make you make intention of what you want in life. Mm -hmm. That's very important too. You can't just go through life with no intention of of what you're trying to what you're trying to conquer and what you're trying mm -hmm. to accomplish in life. Personally, I believe that that's why journals are so important. Yes. Is because it gives you a moment. Another another reason why journals are very, journaling is very important. I guess this can be a why journaling is so important episode. Yeah. Um. So like, let's just say Adam's number two reason why journaling is so important is because it leaves space for intention. Yeah. So you can write down your intentions for mm -hmm. what you want to get accomplished in your life. It it kind of goes down to the same thing, like of being your biggest cheerleader, cheerleader for yourself. So when you're doing that, you're putting out this intention of what you want, the value mm -hmm. of yourself that you envision yourself. So you envision your worth Absolutely. in life. Absolutely. You envision yourself as, as being the greater version of yourself. Another so one of my favorite quotes you just reminded me of yeah. is uh, define yourself before your critics do. That's what you're doing, essentially, the way yeah, you're talking yeah. about. You know, set your own intentions, define yourself, your your character, who you are exactly. and who you, you dream to be, you know, yeah. before anybody else could label And journaling you. gives you a space where you can break that down, com compartmentalize it. Yeah. Like, OK, you have this goal of who you want to be that's another what thing. like what are what is the methods of you to get there? what are the steps what are the steps don't and get overwhelmed with the big thing but you like usually there's a one two three and a b yeah, c yeah. to get to where you're trying to get to and i and i and i don't mean carp compartmentalizing it to like the absolute like micro scale like we're yeah. talking about a macro level idea of what you want where you want to be in your life mm -hmm. like you write that down on paper just one time in that week or in that month is enough for you to now start progressing upwards towards that goal mm -hmm. that's how i that's how i view things and that's yeah. what's been working for me was i put on i put on paper intentions of what i want and also it kind of goes down to prayer i don't know if our listeners are religious or what or anything like that not that this is like a like a plug for God, but I believe that prayer is also a form of intention as well. Because mm -hmm. when you pray to God or whomever, mm -hmm. you're making the intention of like, oh, this is what I want. Yeah, yeah. So you're asking a higher figure or or on paper when you journal, mm -hmm. you're, you're writing you things down. That That's why it's so powerful. You could say the journaling, even though it's not like religious or a prayer of some kind, but you're maybe you're, you're speaking to the universe. You know, yeah, you're, it's, you're it's speaking a, it's this intention into the universe. It's a meditative state. It's mm -hmm. a meditative exactly. state. Exactly. Intention is so important. That's what prayer and meditation are essentially. Yeah. They're the same, one and the same. That's why that's why like things like marriage is such a big deal. Because mm -hmm. when you're up there and you're and you're and you're swearing an oath. Yeah, that's a big like, deal. It's, yeah. You're making the intention to say, This is by like this is till death. Yeah. Till death do us apart, right? I think that's yo, what the honor, Christians bro. say. It's an important yeah, thing. And, and and that's yo, that's I had a great conversation last night with, with one of my friends. And we were talking all about this stuff. It's like, nice. like, pride, like yeah. what it means to be like a, a like, God fearing, not just the, not just the idea of God, but like, to be someone who fears less about the things that we experience on a day to day, like on on a day to day, yeah. But more so, like fearing God, so that you there's an absence of fear to to things that are mortal. Okay. So you you because you fear God. 
and um yeah and Are you talking about like morality in a way like like you know like like honoring your commitments sort of yeah. thing like values yeah of course of course you know? because you're not doing it for yourself you're doing yeah. it you're doing it for a bigger you have, to have a se- certain standard you have to yeah. set you know? a- and you're doing it for a bigger something a bigger cause like mm-hmm. you your intentions have to be i think that your intentions have to be bigger than yourself yeah i agree that's what that's what makes that's what makes your th- that's what makes what you want to do so valuable when a king's a king he's not doing well a good king I yeah a say. good king right? a good yeah. king yeah. does does good for his people yeah. not for himself exactly yeah a good ruler is ruling over his people Could be a piece of for shit his king. yeah for his people not for himself mm-hmm. but obviously nowadays we see the corruption the corruption of government who, who mostly pocket in a lot of if the, you want to see what a man is made of give him power bro that's that's yeah. what they say well, that's, that's the ultimate test that's the of hard, like your that's, character that's the hardest thing ever that's why marcus aurelius and all these bro like, what did uncle uh, ben say with great power comes great responsibility exactly exactly and that and like we can look at in the past and, and look at who were the great kings and yeah. how did they rule? Why were they the great kings? Yeah. Because they knew that they were vulnerable to power. Because they're great men, you know. Yeah, of course. Gr- I mean, you know, I before mean, before being a ruler, you just uh, like a, like a look, man of great character, look, look integrity. At, look value. at Marcus. Look at Marcus Aurelius, for instance. One, of, I would say, one of the one of the greatest kings. Uh, yeah, one, I the, agree. The greatest men. Yeah, to some extent, In because history, he was yeah. because he was a great king. But he he understood his vulnerability as a man. He yeah. understood that he's he is a victim or he can be a victim of power. Mm-hmm. He can let that power destroy him or he can let that power rule like he can let he can use that power to help his people for good. Yeah, you for know. good. But, you know, now yes, and I mean, see. you can tell that it's di- it's really difficult to not let power corrupt into rather than being like a great man, yeah. a great king like Marcus Aurelius, because Marcus Aurelius' own son, his son after that f- succeeded him afterwards, one of the worst rulers in yeah, Roman history, yeah. he's corrupt, yeah. corrupt, crazy, like, and you, you'd, ima- you'd think like he's his son, like, but not not just any man can wield power. So like, yeah, no. you should like, it's not genetic either. Yeah, it's not genetic. Yeah, exactly. It's your character. You have to define your character. I know royal. I know character. royalty will suggest that oh, it's the ge- it's a bloodline, but it's not. I think a good ruler, a good king, comes from character. Character is all of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are your defining blocks as, that define you as a man? Are they virtuous or are they of like vanity? Do you do things because it's for the greater good of God or or a higher power or like whatever the Stoics called nature? Mm-hmm. You do things for the greater good of nature or do you do things for the greater good of yourself and your vanity and how you look as a person? Those are exactly. the big distinguishing factors of what makes a good man a good man or a, or or a man of of I would say like corruption. Mm-hmm. Or a man who can easily sink dishonorable man, di- a dishonorable say. man, a, 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 a man who's not deserving of respect. Man. I would say, but that's a bit harsh. I would. Uh, and man, also, you know something about me? Like, I find I don't know. Find interesting when I look back in my life. I feel like even since I was a little kid, I've always been kind of aware of like the idea, the concept of honor. Like you know, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it was like when I was a kid. Some of the superheroes or the things I was into as a kid. I looked at some of these characters as like role models or whatever. And I don't, I don't know. So the idea of honor has always been something that's been a value to me. You know, to like live your life in like an honorable way. You know, do the of best course. for yourself, but also try to do the best for those of around course. you. Intention, right? Intention is yeah. key. Like you got when you live with honor, you're a man of your word. You do things with the intention. 
that's bigger than you and you don't live on the face of you don't live for, for the face of vanity and you live for the mm-hmm. face of face of honor and honoring your na- your the person you're you're making the promise to which is god usually mm-hmm. or a higher figure or nature or whatever you believe in but you're 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 honoring that you're honoring that that's what's yeah that's what like makes i think another thing is too is like honoring commitments you make with yourself yeah yeah. that's really how like you build self-esteem and confidence and inner power you know like when you say to yourself i'm gonna do this this and this and you follow through that sort of thing yeah yeah that's that's very hard to do it is yeah very hard to do it's a practice man yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i would honestly say that my experience so far with life and seeing how people live and what and seeing great men but also seeing weak men mm-hmm. and the differences i can see kind of goes back to what i said previously um is that a weak man will fall will fall from his goals and mm-hmm. and what and his intentions when his intentions are not for a greater cause but himself so if a weak man is or if a man only pursues something for the greater good of himself he will usually fall short but if a uh, but if a man follows or if a man makes an intention for something greater than himself i.e his family Mm -hmm. the loved ones his people yes god or higher figure he will usually be successful Mm -hmm. in his cause and and through that he will also develop himself yes. into a greater person you'll start to see oh his his like his character develops through his cause mm-hmm. he might your if your cause is greater for the or if your cause is for the uh for the great uh for the greater good of humanity you might accumulate wealth through it so mm-hmm. so a lot of men's uh, a lot of men will have the goal the ultimate goal of achieving wealth okay but your goal falls short of a greater cause. You're only trying to ac- accumulate wealth. Like uh, material Yeah, objects. material objects because of your own vanity. Yeah, yeah, because of your own vanity. But if you, for instance, your goal is to help people and through that you accumulate wealth, well, you still haven't, you, you, might, you might have not achieved your goal of helping people yet because your goal is helping people is pretty mm-hmm. arbitrary. You and might you, help one person or you want to help six billion people. But you 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 accumulate wealth through that, so you've exactly. achieved more and beyond. Exactly. So I, I, that's the difference. It's like, like the goal should not be to make money. Like the money should your, be secondary. It, it's 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 like a byproduct yeah. of like of of achieving something and helping people, impacting people. Yeah, and the, and the Stoics you know? the Stoics believe that too. Is mm-hmm. is the difference between of like is it out of vanity or is it out of virtue? It's yeah, virtue exactly. versus vanity. So, like, are you seeking justice in your intention through, to through virtue? Yeah. So, when you say you want to de- be a better person, like, why do you want to be a better person? Yeah. Do you want to be a better person just to make yourself satisfied with yourself, or do you want to be a better person because you want to be a better person for everybody around you, including your family, exactly. including yeah. your girlfriend, including your children, whatever yeah. it is? Do you want to be a better person for that, or do you want to be a better person just for yourself? So that's the difference too. Mm-hmm. Like I would say that ties into what I said pre- previously with what what makes a weak man and what makes a what makes a great man. I don't know. That's just a spiel I went off. Yeah, but you know, Marcus it, really said that's like sto- we're all that's stoicism in a nutshell. Yeah. That's why I feel like it's so valuable to a man 
because it's it, because the underlying um the underlying pathway the underlying message for men in particular is to is to become virtuous mm-hmm. rather than to just be in the club with bottles why are you doing that that's such oh, a limited life too like because it's you, out of vanity when you that's when why. you live intentionally or in a virtuous manner like you're describing sorry not sorry you you're adding like you're adding a layer of purpose to your life. Yeah. And like, you know, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like, like the t- very top is like self actualization, which is what you're talking about essentially, yeah. which is yeah. chasing purpose, not pleasure, you know, you know, trying to achieve something beyond yourself, you know, yeah. because like the Stoics and Marcus Aurelius would say like, like they, they say we're all bees of the same hive, you know, yeah. like Seneca says, like, we're like, arch we're like the stones in an arch you know who like we need to support each other to all to support the whole is what he would say you know we're all part of the same we're all keystones yeah exactly it's the same thing. so without without you being the key the Mm -hmm. like the key figure if you're just a weak crumbling rock even think on like a really minor scale like even throughout your day, like you, you open the door for someone or you give someone a smile or, you know, yeah, you talk yeah. something someone up. You don't know how that's going to affect them. Yo, what if you just gave them the boost they needed to like to do something really positive in their of life? Of course, or, of course. Or help someone else who helps someone else, you know? Yeah. It's a chain reaction, you know? So like even throughout your day to like li- just, just consciously live in that manner, you know, of I want to help my fellow man. Yeah, you know? yeah. I want it's to not a, it's not it's not about being successful it's yeah. about doing things with intention and impact. as a result you become successful yeah exactly yeah. exactly so like for instance with this podcast it's not about us just like having a successful podcast yeah. but for what like i feel like the intention of this podcast for me at least mm-hmm. is to help people it's to exactly. spread a message that's more positive and can in, can induce growth for the for yeah. the people listening to open up a conversation yeah, and it's you know? it's just a, it's it's a it's a perspective that's all it is exactly. it's it's a different perspective and it's through our experience and and through my experience and i and i believe we're both stoics we practice stoicism on a day-to-day at least we try to i try to so this through my growth as a stoic this is what i these are the conclusions i've drawn um, and I've experienced the life that I've experienced uh, to come to such conclusions. It's not a, and, and it's not, nothing's definite. I, I don't believe in definite, uh, no. definite answers. I think that things are always changing. Yeah. Things yeah, are always changing. And even probably looking back at this conversation, I might think back and say, well, now I've grown and I have a different perspective. Yeah, maybe so, but that's kind of the the i guess the nature of being someone who's growing day by day yeah nothing ever stays the same nothing does everything is always in flux Uh, first was the second law first law of thermodynamics nothing ever so wait no i don't think that's thermodynamics <laughs> energy is not destroyed, uh, created nor destroyed, but energy can be transferred. What What do they say? Everyone's a hypocrite, you know. Like, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm gonna contradict myself like 20 minutes from now, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah. And then I'm gonna continue to contradict myself. No, but these conversations are important because even if you go, because back there's no listen, like yeah. definite right answer, you know. Yeah. What's right is what works yeah. for you, your particular yeah. circumstances true. in it's this true. moment. But it is a conversation. I feel like it's an important conversation to distinguish, like intention and why people are doing what they're doing Mm -hmm. 
It's an there, important there question has, to ask. Yeah, I mean, you have to stop for a second. And, like, if you're someone who, I don't know, who likes, like, the pleasures in life, if it's but you have to understand, like, what is the intention behind you seeking out pleasure? Is it because it makes you feel good? Well, I don't, personally, I don't think, and that's a non-stoic, that's a very non-stoic uh, reason. Well, the stoic reason would be, well, if it's, pleasurable then it's probably not good for me not to say that you can't seek pleasure it's just it's the difference between only seeking pleasure or seeking reason seeking virtue seeking um something more impactful for Mm. the greater good of humanity rather than the greater good of yourself that's the difference it's self or it's selfless or the it's also just to to make sure you're not running on autopilot. So yeah, many people are running on autopilot, you know, you never st- like nine to five, to even, even th- Friday night, go out and drink to even Saturday. stop and be like, okay, why do I have a habit of like chain smoking? Or yeah, why do yeah. I always find myself in a relationship with this particular person? Who's no good for me. Even yeah. I know they're yeah. no good for me. Why do I keep falling into these situations? You know, cause yeah. like you don't really, you're just going to keep repeating it until you learn your lesson. Yeah. You know? And so like, like mindfulness, journaling is a, t- a tool to do that yeah, there's different tools though you know meditation there's different ways yeah. to, to find to be, that to place be, to be get to that place mindful and intention as well mm-hmm. like how do you express intention that's the power of intention man it's yeah. you can manifest things yeah you can ma- you can you can split the red sea you can uh, that's really. what moses did i gotta free these people <laughs> it's pretty virtuous just yeah, split the C in half. Boom. I was talking to someone recently, and um, um, she she listened to our podcast. Shout, yeah, shout yeah. out to her. Shout <laughs> out to her. Shout out to our listeners. <laughs> um, we we were talking, and um, she was she mentioned like oh something along the lines of um, her mission. She referred. We were talking about like what she's doing in life, and she's like oh it it, it aligns with my mission. And I, and I oh, thought yeah, it was really man. cool how she referred to it as her mission. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's yeah. intention right there, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course. You know? Like, what's your mission in life? You know? What's what's your purpose? What's your purpose really what we're so getting at? I about? feel like that's that's a hard question. That's a hard question. To and answer. it doesn't show up all at once. That's another thing, too. Yeah. Like, it's not like you wake up one day and like, oh, I've seen the light, you know? Like, no, no. No, it can, might come in. It's like a puzzle because yeah. life is like a, a puzzle, man, in some yeah. ways. You know, yeah. you get a little bit here, a little bit here, and then you put the pieces t- together. You know, you really understand yourself. And, uh, and then you put it together and you're like, no, this is my purpose this is what i'm meant to do in this lifetime and it's not always the same Mm. like uh, often people look at look at i don't know celebrities or people who are in in the ecosphere of Mm -hmm. like seeing a lot like celebrities you people a lot of people can see celebrities so they'll look at a celebrity and say i want to be just like the rock for instance Mm -hmm. so they'll follow his his pathway and how he got to there to the t but yo the pathway is always different. Absolutely. Like you might, your goal might, might be, I want to be the rock. I want to be an actor, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah. You got to have a, like there has to be a a distinguishing factor that makes you You got to be prepared for the journey. Yeah. You're the mission. The mission. Yeah. You don't know, you don't know how it's going to unfold, you know? Yeah. You might have those to be some peaks and some valleys, you know, some highs yeah. and some lows. But then you realize this is part of the story. This is yeah, part of my part journey. Of story, story, man. You know, and I'm the protagonist. I'm the protagonist. Yeah, 100%. You know? 100%. My story. Exactly. 
Yeah. I love I love conversations like this because it honestly helps me. Mm-hmm. It helps me like put together the the yeah. puzzle pieces. Yeah. If you will. Yo, and another thing about intention as well is that like you don't even have to set intention in the way that we're describing like literally whatever works like however maybe obscure it is like let me give you examples i was listening to joe rogan this week and he had stephen pressfield on who's a brilliant author he wrote uh the war of art fantastic book highly recommend i've heard of that book and um he was describing like pretty much how he sets intention he was talking about how he believes as a writer and as a creative he believes in like a higher power who he he deems the muse he talks about it the muse and he says he starts his day before he writes before he gets going like every day with like a a prayer to the muse you know and he like he's speaking to the muse like this sort of dt in in his in his mind how you know like and there's no right or wrong answer like however you you visualize or personalize the concept of purpose, whatever works for you, you know, absolutely. Because there absolutely. are other forces, I believe, in this world, you know, higher powers, you know, and they like just however, however you relate to it is what works. Yeah, you know, it's true. Whether that's God, Allah, the universe, the muse. Yeah, I like that. The muse. Yeah, it's a very, it's very interesting. Yeah, like he was yeah. talking about, he's like literally like like a Greek goddess with like hair, like that's how he's like, yeah, like imagines it, you know. That's how he, that he imagines like like this higher power deity, that like that like, like gives him deity. like purpose and like you know like creativity. Mother Earth. Yeah, you could say that, yeah. man. Nature. Yeah. I love that shit. I love I love like uh like stoic passage passages that they don't they never suggest God, but I a lot of Stoics believe in. It. They believe one in like, higher power. Yeah, yeah. Like Pretty so, much it's like it's an it's a gnostic it's a gnostic belief. It's a belief of like I think with gnosticism in particular, like I I don't think it's a Christianity. It's not a. It's like I believe that it's it it falls under the Christian faith, but a gnosticism mm-hmm. is more philosophical. Uh huh. So stoicism fits into that, and a lot of these philosophies that we talk about on this on this podcast have like deep rooted connections to religion not that it that's the answer but that's where a lot of these conceptions of and or these perceptions of why things are or or life purpose or intention or you know seeking seeking purpose in life seeking happiness what like a lot of this stems from those from from that from that seed mm-hmm. so i guess it's important to understand the history too because you can't just sit here and and wonder why without without knowing how um so like that's important too um i don't have got my point with that but anyways yeah so st- stoicism kind of they don't believe in god yeah. like it's not it's not god or allah or jesus or buddha it's more abstract it's it's, it's nature yeah they they talk they they believe in nature which is so interesting And you know what i mean like when when you say it out loud it sounds kind of like odd to someone who's not familiar with it but honestly i believe in that i mean like let me give you an example like whenever i go camping i try to go camping at least once a year yeah like that weekend or however long i'm out you know just disconnect and i try to disconnect from everything when i'm out there you know i try to like i put my phone in my car most times you know i try to like you know just be still you know be like within nature and stuff like 
I feel like rejuvenated, you know, it's like, yeah. that's what humans need. You know, like we are connected to nature in some innate way. Absolutely. Know? You know, no matter how like sophisticated we want to sound like with our technology and stuff, you know, like we, we, we go back to nature at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And like, yo, even on a minor scale to add to that, like, man, like throughout my day, I've noticed like, not that I'm in a bad mood, but I'm not in a great great mood sometimes and it like i've noticed like like i i just go outside for a walk or yeah. walk my dog like just being outside for like 20 minutes yeah like 30 minutes you know and just walking you know not just like with no with no goals no expectations in mind just going out and walking and just breathing yeah. the air and having the elements on your on your face like it's just rejuvenating you know it's yeah. it's huge no i agree i agree walking is the most underrated therapy yeah and that's another way of achieving intention as well because um sometimes when i walk i get some of my best ideas yeah it's so true like that's that's how we came up with this this podcast i i went on a walk and i was like i want to start a podcast yeah yeah and then you know here we are episode eight yeah bro it's it's yeah you can really in when you walk especially you can really hear yourself think yeah. like and what i mean by that is like like you're really just with yourself and like when, there's something weird about like when you walk it's like it almost gets the idea when you're in motion it's like yeah. the ideas flow more i don't know what like they should they should do some studies on that like I, it's like the the circuitry in your brain it's like the thought process flows more rather than like being sedentary in thinking and speaking I don't know. It just it helps things, you know. Yeah. It's like a flowing river, river, physically and mentally. It might have a lot. I wonder if it has a lot to do with it oxygen. Or to, yeah, like bec- I don't. Know, I was gonna say it probably has something to do with like because we were on the move so much, yeah. like like throughout our human history, you know, like prior to like living in civilization and like sedentary lifestyles, like we we're constantly on the move. So yeah. I don't know. But it's different. It's different to going on a drive, for instance. Like for me, yeah. I can't just go on a drive and let my thoughts pass. Sometimes that works, but I'm finding as I get older, you less know, and walking less. Walking is just its w- own no, thing. You can't beat walking. You, no, Because walking, you're patient. Yeah. You have to be. Like you, you're not. Like if someone's walking slow in front of you, you're not going to be like, well, this person's going so yeah. slow. You just walk around them. But in a car... You're like, why is everyone going slow? You're thinking about traffic. I just also don't like sitting so much. Like I'm noticing like, like, I hate it. Like obviously you have to sit to like do things most of the time. It's the worst thing. But like, like, like this week I've felt like not anxious, but like, like I feel like I have just energy I want to burn, you know, like, like. Like I'm really gonna, I'm really wanna get start getting back into the gym, maybe boxing. Like yeah, I really yeah, need yeah. to like burn the, some energy. But like move, walking, move is like before you even get to like that ty- type of intensity. Walking is just good. Is great. Yeah, you know, walking is fantastic. Absolutely, walking. I mean, sitting down in a chair for eight hours a day is a is a tough. Feat. Doesn't make sense. To it's me. a tough feat. Yeah, it doesn't. Make and sense I was actually me. watching like. Uh, before I, before I left my job, I was walking. I was watching ways to counteract that because they have standing desks. They have standing like desks, desks, but that's still not really natural. Yeah, so it's weird to me. I don't even for me, because I, because now I, I work on my business day to day. I'm not sitting down on my, on my chair. I'm sitting on the ground, mm-hmm. and there's different positions you can kind of oh, get yeah? into when you sit. That's when you sit directly on the ground, it's like. It's the most primal thing ever huh. because you're just sitting on your ass on 
on like hard floor or yeah. the grass and yeah. you can kind of position yourself in a comfortable position that's not so static that's the problem with the with the nine to five or desk space you're right it's office space is because it's you know in it kind of locks the joints objectively too. it's 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 uh it has uh human factors and and, and it's accounted for that but Yo, no amount of science can can write or can design the perfect chair. I I just d- don't agree with that because the the fundamental problem with sitting down in one position is that you're in one position. It's static. We're not we're not built for just static exactly. statically yeah. being in position. You we have to. Move. Yeah. We need a dynamic way to sit down and mm-hmm. like w- when you're sitting on the ground, it's more dynamic because you can position your legs in this way. I mean podcast can't see it but for your, for the sake of you you can p- you position yourself like this yeah and you can cross your legs you can, yeah you can go on both knees you can position yourself in a different way that's more primal yeah. that's so you can and you like can sit down and place. use yeah, yeah you can sit down and use your your computer with like a, a small desk you know mm-hmm. it's doable and, and it makes working so much better no for sure because i can work eight hours and do that of course yeah you how can you how can you really like sit in like a, a standard seating seated position? You can't. Like, just looking at a screen for like eight hours. It's like, it's insane. It's insane. Like it you gotta move. Like when you actually think about it, it doesn't sound good for you. You know, like and it's not. I mean, there's there's plenty of cases where people have like a herniated disc from sitting down. Mm-hmm. They have hip problems. Like like fundamentally, that's through our human and that's why yo nature yeah. always wins man no yeah. matter how much we want to cover it up with technology and like yeah. oh we're so so much more sophisticated and superior than we were yo it all goes back to nature man yeah and and you know what our the great nature. the great thing about that too is most people who suffer from these workplace injuries i'll call them it's so funny because yeah. all they're doing is sitting yeah down. right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny yeah um is that the moment you start doing exercises like walking which is very basic yeah um you start going outside for walks yeah. you'll you'll start to actually cure your body from those mm-hmm. workplace injuries exactly. herniated disc scoliosis which yeah. is insane and all your it's that's it's, the last w- thing i, I want to get like yeah. i'd rather break my leg like than like have like a herniated disc or something you know oh, like man. injure myself not moving yeah. like you know it's what like i mean you're, like you're passively you're passively injuring yourself over it's like time. smoking really yeah like, it's you know basically basically but I mean, like at least if you get an injury from sport, like a sport-related injury, it's just like you're quickly doing in, something as yeah. well. Like you know, you're putting your body, you're putting yourself to use. In no, some way. but um, yeah, workplace injury is is I I believe is one of the most common injuries that exist. It's yeah, because I so, yeah. so many people are in an office doing the same sedentary jobs yeah. that they're doing and, and then when you come home the results afterwards, are all the same. like what are what are you most people's like forms of entertainment is like oh let me watch tv, TV netflix you know yeah. like you're other, thing, other things that keep yeah. you seated like yeah. you know like you really you, which is why you really have to dedicate dedicate some time some consistent time yeah, to move movement. movement yeah yeah move is like the cure to man even like the little thing like i got a dog recently sometimes i go running with my dog my dog likes to run like like whatever gets something to get you moving in some way yeah you know it's a great way to release it's a great way to like and it's like funny like sometimes like uh, like i walk my dog almost every day and like 
sometimes he's annoying where he'll like keep barking at me and like I'll be in the morning I'll be like I don't feel like going out like why do you want always yeah. want to go outside but when when I whenever I go out he makes me go outside on days I don't want to go yeah. out I instantly feel better anyway. It's anyways. almost like he's walking you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just looking out for me man. He's like you've been looking It's like I got to walk my human. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for your walk Justin. <laughs> Like literally, <laughs> dogs are dogs, dogs are, are such a treat, man. Yeah, they are They're man. such a treat. Yeah, dogs are sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I, dogs, cats, any animals like cats are sick too. Cats are underrated. Yeah, cats, cats are underrated. They're cats, they're man. they're beautiful in their own way. They are. Yeah. Yeah. My brother just told me a story about um, like cats being brought into this island in Greece, like off of Greece, um, and. They brought in a bunch of cats to kill the snakes. I don't know. Just I think I've heard about that story. Yeah, it's not. It's not Greece. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot the name. Well, I mean, they didn't they in Egypt? Didn't they used to worship? Yeah, cats? they worship, They fully worship cats. So I, I thought back. I'm like, well, maybe that's why they worship cats because they were like, yo, snake charmers were snake were charming snakes. So maybe mm-hmm. there are a lot of snakes in Egypt. So they were like, yo, these cats are just killing off these snakes that kill us. And they're not even they're they're not even tripping. They're not even like whoa, a snake. The cats will just go yeah. hunt down the snakes, kill them, and then bring them to the bring them to the owner. You cats know? are so, gangster, man. Yeah, cats cats are must like must needed. Yeah, cats are sick. Cats yeah. are sick. Yeah, I like cats. I like dogs. I'd like to get a bird someday. <laughs> a bird, yeah. Like I want to get like just one of those like obscene pets, like you know, yeah, what I mean? like, a raven. You, like you walk into someone's house and you're like, is that a fucking, is that a raven on your shoulder? <laughs> like you know, ravens are actually really <laughs> smart animals. <laughs> they are. Yeah, they're one of the smartest birds. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. they they remember faces. If yeah. you did a if you did a raven dirty, they will remember <laughs> that you did them dirty. Yeah, and they won't. They and their entire crew. I've won't, heard that won't, as well. Uh, like the magpies and all the other yeah. crows and ravens, they just don't. They won't fuck with you. <laughs> very interesting species of birds. Yeah, Actually, I'm very fascina- yeah. fascinated by those. I, I feel like if I had a pet bird, it would be a raven or a yeah, magpie, some something like that. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd want like an eagle or like... Bro, eagles are huge. <laughs> Like, seven feet, you know what I seven saw? feet wingspan. Like, Yo, think about that here in this room. I saw um, Big Boy from Outcasts. He had like there was this video that went viral. He was he has like two pet owls. Oh, that's so. And, and he so was just cute. walking around the, the studio, and they were like on his shoulder, and he's like, "This is Hootie Hoot," and this <laughs> is like, and this is I can't remember the other one's name. Hootie Hoot. Yeah, yeah. One of his owls is named Hootie Hoot. Hootie Hoot. And like uh, in his southern southern accent. Southern accent. This, this, this Hootie Hoot. This here is Hootie Hoot. <laughs> that's what and, they call him. Um. Yeah, it was it was cool though. Yeah, owls would be a sick. Owls pet. are nice. Yeah, yeah. On some Wo- Harry Potter shit. Wolf. Ooh, you know what's cool? I like foxes, bro. Foxes, foxes are cool yeah. animals, man. They're so uh, smart. Fo- I saw a one. Fox recently. killed my chicken. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yo, that's a yo. R.I.P. R.I.P. to my chicken. Yeah. So sad. I met a fox recently. I was out with a buddy of mine late, and this fox just came out of nowhere and Damn. like came up to us and like introduce he, introduce it was just yourself. like it was chill like it was like it was just came and just sat there really like, and we were just we were like just hanging out and then we just sat there we were just hung out with this fox that's crazy we fed it like it was and it, and it was just chill. it was like a, it looked like a young fox like it wasn't yeah but it wasn't like um aggressive or anything it just came and just like sat with us oh interesting. sat near us that's kind of cool yeah damn imagine having a pet fox yeah, I feel like I get a pet fox. I know, I know people have pet foxes. People have weird pets. Yeah, pet raccoons. What? 
Yeah, I've, I've seen that on YouTube. YouTube really? people have fucking raccoons. You as can't pets. keep a raccoon as a pet. That's a, uh, apparently you can. That's no, you can't keep a raccoon as yeah, a pet. Yeah, well, city make rats. Sense city rats. City rats. Yeah. Like a pet, a sewage rat. That's some. That's some weird shit, though. I feel like there are people who actually would be happy to own a rat. Yeah. I mean, I don't have it. I well, think people that own like snakes. I know. I've seen like why, a lot of people that have snakes. Why, as pets. man? That's crazy. I can see like I don't know. I feel like snakes are only for certain people, because like if you can, if you're cool with a snake, they are pretty kind of chill. Like they, so I've seen people like just ha- like snakes just hanging around your neck. Like I, I don't really like reptiles like that. You know? Yeah. Like lizards are kind of weird to me. Yeah, I feel you. I feel May- you. Maybe an iguana. Iguanas but, are cool. Yeah. But still, like, have you ever seen an iguana eat a rat? No, I have not. They just go off, man. I Those bet, things are like yeah. dragons. Yeah, they are the pretty much. Yeah, next to not dragons. breathing out, breathing fire from their from their breath, it's like they're dragons. They're just small. Pretty much, yeah. And we'd be the first thing they'd eat if we were if we yeah. were um. Well, if I they were bigger. I did hear a story about um a lady who woke up and her this was it wasn't an iguana but it was a snake, a similar reptile and yeah. uh, she woke up and it was like constricted around her it was like trying to kill her. Yeah, I don't, that's why, yo, I don't I don't like reptiles for that reason because, like, yeah, what do we know about snakes? They're riskier, yeah, they're risky. Yeah. Snakes are just not it. What about if you get to, like, Mike Tyson levels of famous and, like, you own a tiger or something? Like, you've seen like, The Hangover, bro? Like, yeah, yeah, like a ti- like, <laughs> like a baby, a baby cub would be very interesting, but I wouldn't want to, like... It could potentially kill you. It could, yeah, of course, and there's <laughs> like, been many cases of, like, yeah. Tiger King, bro. Have you watched that? True, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I have, yeah, Tiger King. Yeah, free, free uh, George, Joe, what's his name? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, free Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <laughs> Yo, one of my favorite, Um, so Freddie Gibbs, sorry, this is a random side note. Freddie yeah. Gibbs is, like, one of my favorite rappers, and I remember he dropped an album in 2020 when Tiger King came out, and he had, like, a couple bars and one of the bars, one of my favorite bars, a very memorable bar, he's like, you niggas is sweeter than Joe Exotic. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's sweeter than Joe Exotic, bro. Those jokes. <laughs> Joe Exotic is... What is a name, bro. Yeah, Joe, but he, Joe Exotic. I don't even know how he, like, solidified himself so... Yo, he's kind of badass. But yeah, he's, he's solid. He solidified himself in pop culture, man. He's a, he's a legit yeah. person. He's, yeah. he's an influencer. Bro, they made a movie about the movie about him. Like, you know, like, first Tiger no King way. came out. Then they made, like, a dramatized version of that, like, based on the documentary. So, he had a movie about him, and then they made a movie about the movie about him. That's how much he's etched into pop culture. He, ne- he needs to be on, like, Joe Rogan or something. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine that, that, that conversation. That would be hilarious. Yo, he should be on FGG, bro. Yeah, like, bring Tiger him on. King. You all imagine? That's, that's hilarious. You just Tiger King, name the four stoic virtues. <laughs> <laughs> are we becoming a stoic podcast is that is that nah, yeah. I, I don't know it's just something i think it's a handy tool like i like you know yeah, yeah it's helped course. me a lot in life that's that's course, how i feel course, about it of course but yeah i mean i feel as if this is a good time to end this off yeah so what, what are we at today oh 50 minutes we're yeah. touching the it's touching the late. mark don't want to bore you with uh, yeah, our, our our conversations about <laughs> <laughs> but Joe if you're exotic. not bored and you're sticking around we love you yeah of course <laughs> always always but anyways Yo, shout out uh, to our 200 viewers bro. shout out to our 200 viewers we're gonna start having guests on soon hopefully get some some technical difficulties yeah. out of the way and start doing some video if you guys have any suggestions for topics yeah please uh, hit us up at get more at our instagram, instagram which yeah. is uh flow grown girl podcast yeah 
Give us a follow. Uh, give us a follow. Send us a DM. Um, tell us, you know, your story. We love to talk. We we like talking about our audience I'm here down on, to talk on this about podcast. Anything, so, like anything and if you guys want to be on the podcast, if you guys have been through something, have advice for our listeners, anything please. Anything you'd like to share. Yeah, yeah please uh, hit us up and maybe we can arrange that if you're in our area or if you want to have even a Zoom call. Yeah. Let us know. Um, but yeah, this is your your co-host slash host, Adam. And this is your host slash co-host, Justin. Yeah, this, this is, is FGG. FGG. Don't forget the flow, grow, and glow. Bye, guys. Have a good night, guys.